Hello, and welcome to the Sisters in the Spirit podcast. My prayer is that this podcast would be a ray of hope for your week. My name is Sarah St. Clair, and I'm delighted that you have joined me here. We are going to connect around the life-giving truths we find in God's Word and have honest conversation about the challenges we face day to day. I want to encourage you from my own life experiences and also chat with women like yourself who have walked through seasons of suffering and yet remained strong in their faith. Sister, you are not alone. You are precious to the Heavenly Father. Let's grow together as we seek to know Christ and worship Him in every area of our life. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Sisters in the Spirit podcast. This is episode 13, and I'm so happy that you have joined me here today. Um, And we're just going to have a little bit of a chit chat and conversation around God's word. Um, For those of you who are brand new to the podcast, welcome. Um, This is just a place to find hope and hopefully um, give you courage to face whatever you're going through right now in your life. Um, My name is Sarah St. Clair I am married to an amazing man named Tim, and we are raising six daughters. Um, you heard that right, six daughters, um, and the oldest is 19, the youngest is six, and we have all the variety of ages in between, lots of emotion, lots of drama, lots of snuggle times and laughter. Um, But as you can imagine with three teenagers, there's also quite a bit of tears. So um, it is, um, yeah, busy to say the least, but um, life is very blessed and full. Um, And I wouldn't trade it for anything. Um, I hope you're doing well. I would love to know how life has been going for you. Um, it was hard for me to get to record a podcast last weekend, um, just with a number of different things that were going on. Um, and me and my husband both weren't feeling so well last weekend, um, And then this past weekend was a really big one at our church. We had a baptism service in the morning and then a worship service in the evening. Me and my husband and oldest daughter were all part of um, the worship team singing in choir and my husband plays the keys. So... Um, it made for a busy week with rehearsals and, um, and then being at church most of the day. So, 
a very full weekend, but a very um, blessed and uh, just encouraged my heart in so many ways. So I hope you were able to get out to church. And um, if not, that you were able to catch a worship service online. Um, If you would like to, you can always um, hunt Beach Springs Church up on YouTube or Facebook. And I know we always stream our services live um, every Sunday morning at the 11 o'clock service. So your heart would be blessed by that for sure. Um, If you want to connect with me, you can find me on Facebook, Sarah Dawn St. Clair. You can also um, request to join the Facebook group called Sisters in the Spirit. And I try to hop on there a couple times a week and just keep people up to date on um, a little bit more of what's going on in my little part of the world. Um, And then try to find out a little bit more about each one of you and just a way to kind of create a little sisterhood and a place for connection and also feel free to share prayer requests um, there and um, because I pray for you um, and pray that you are finding um, just the ability to keep your eyes focused on the Lord um, amidst all that comes at us in this life. So, um, also Instagram, some of you might like Instagram better and you can find me over there at raising underscore rubies times six. And, um, you can always feel free to message me either place and I would love to connect with you that way. So, um, let's see, I just have a few thoughts to share with you, um, things that God has been showing me, teaching me, and I just pray that it's an encouragement to you. Um, I've been reading more in Nehemiah over the past couple weeks, and one part that stuck out to me in particular was in chapter 4, verse 20, and I'm not sure if I shared this the last time or not, but I wanted to make sure that I did. Um, So if I did, then I guess it's meant to be repeated. Um, Because the concept is that there is power in togetherness. And we shouldn't fight our battles alone. And I just feel like that's um, such the heart of the podcast and, um, you know, behind why I started it in the first place is just because I don't want you to feel like you're fighting your battles alone. So when I ran across um, this passage, Nehemiah was talking about 
all of the people trying to build um, the wall and there were um, enemies trying to harm them and frustrate them and cause them to stop um, their work. And so Nehemiah came up with a plan and he said, um, I explained to the nobles and officials and all the people, the work is very spread out and we are widely separated from each other along the wall. So when you hear the blast of the trumpet, rush to wherever it is sounding and then our God will fight for us. And so it just had this picture of, you know, sometimes we can get just so busy in our own little part of the world fighting our own battles or even working for the Lord on our own. But um, sometimes we need to blow that trumpet and have our friends come and um, surround us and to um, do battle together with with God on our side and he fights for us. And so I hope that you will take that to heart. And, um, if you can reach out to a friend who is close in your area, but if you feel really alone, um, sisters in the spirit, we're all here for you. And, um, so sound that trumpet, come running and we will all surround you and, um, just hopefully infuse you with courage to, um, fight with the strength of the Lord. So a few chapters later, um, I was reading in chapter 10 of Nehemiah. And um, it was talking about how they read the word of God um, with all the people and they confessed their own sins and the sins of their ancestors. And they spent time just confessing their sins and worshiping the Lord. Um. And I was even chatting with one of my um, good friends um, on Saturday. And we were talking about how it really is hard sometimes to take time just to focus on our sins, our weaknesses, our blind spots, um, and to have friends that are brave enough to point those out in our life and kind of call call us out on things, but how helpful it is when we do have friends that care enough to say, look, I see this happening in your life and I don't think it's um, honoring to the Lord or I don't think that's the right perspective to have or the right attitude of heart. And we all need um, people like that in our life 
Um, and we also need just to take time in our own personal time to ask God to show us and reveal to us our sins and take time to confess them. And the awesome part about that is the promise is that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. And, um, and it just brings a new freedom and a fresh grace on our life. Um, the next verses said that, um, they stood up and praised the Lord for he lives from everlasting to everlasting. And then they prayed and the prayer was this, may your glorious name be praised. May it be exalted above all blessing and praise for you alone are the Lord. You made the skies and the heavens and all the stars. You made the earth and the seas and everything in them. You preserve them all and the angels of heaven worship you. I just thought that was so beautiful. And, um, you know, so many times we can get caught up in our own um, situations and circumstances. But when we take time to confess our sins and then turn our eyes to the Lord, um, and remind ourselves that how great he is and that he alone is the Lord. We're not the Lord. We're not in control. He is. And then just taking a minute to describe his greatness and preach it to yourself. And all of a sudden it's like, wait, if he made the heavens and the skies and the stars and I mean, he keeps the world spinning on its axis and the tide comes and goes because he orchestrates it. So um, when you take a minute to ponder all the greatness that he controls, um, it helps us not worry so much about our own circumstances or doubt that he can't come through for us, right? Um, and just a little bit farther in that passage, it says, and you have done what you promised for you are always true to your word. And that was just, um, such a good reminder for me. I don't know, um, if you tend to forget, but if you've been following the podcast for a while, um, You've heard me just talk about how easy, easy it is for me to forget um, the faithfulness of God and the fact that he is true to his word. And we don't have to doubt that he's going to come through on his promise. And that in itself is an amazing promise to just meditate on. Um. So also, um, verse 15 in the same chapter, um, Nehemiah ten fifteen, it says, you gave them bread from heaven when they were hungry. 
and water from the rock when they were thirsty. You commanded them to go and take possession of the land that you had sworn to give them. And that just hit me. All of the ways that God provided for them in the wilderness. And then he commanded them to go and take possession of the land that he had promised them. And so he gave provision and yet there were still action steps for them to take. They had to step out and take action on his promise in order to possess the promised land. And how many times do we sit around praying and even thinking maybe that he hasn't provided everything we need and yet he's just waiting for us to take that first step of faith and the promised land is right on the other side. And um, so, you know, we've been in the process of just a faith journey this year and trusting that God is leading and guiding us um, into our next thing, um, into the next season. But this season has been so incredible of learning to just trust him more, of learning the depth of his love, the depth of his care for us. And I've seen him provide the bread from heaven when we're hungry and when my heart is needing um, to be filled, he fills it when I open it to him and allow him to. Because you know, I sometimes am really stubborn about it and I just have trouble opening my hands and saying, Daddy, I need you. I need you to provide or come through for me in this area today. So that kind of leads me to the next little um, word that the Lord gave me at church on Wednesday night. We were, we've been going through the book of John and um, we were talking about all of the I am passages on Wednesday night. And I'll just be honest, um, Wednesday, I was really struggling um, before we left for church. I was just having one of those woe is me moments and crying out to the Lord. And I just told him, I'm just so weary. Um, as you know, um, we've, we live in a tiny little townhouse, um, 1000 square feet with eight people. And, um, sometimes especially with all these girls, the laundry and clothes situation just feels a little out of control. <laughs> and um, 
trying to keep it all picked up. And so Wednesday was just one of those days where it just felt like everywhere I looked, there was a reminder of a project that I hadn't gotten to yet or finished cleaning up or laundry that hadn't gotten taken care of. And, um, and then there were other work things that were put on my plate and I just felt like, Lord, I don't have capacity for any more. And, um, you know, that, that root of discontent was just hovering right there. And, you know, that question of Lord, don't you know, I need more space. And, um, you know, just so tempted to think I needed, I just need a bigger, a bigger house will somehow make it better. And, um, you know, a different job for my husband would make it better. And then I went to church and was reminded of all the I am promises of Jesus. I am the vine. I am your source of life and strength and grace. Everything you need is found in me. I am the good shepherd. And that was the one that hit me the most. And tears just streamed down my face. Um, As the preacher read, I am the good shepherd. I know my own sheep. And the pastor just said, the Lord sees you. He hasn't forgotten you. He knows exactly your circumstances and where you are. And he's loving you and he's caring for you. He is your shepherd. And so he's taking care of you in whatever circumstance you're in. And I just feel like some of you sisters needed to hear that too. That in whatever trial you're facing, tribulations, prayers that you've been praying for so long and you wonder, has God forgotten me? Does he see me? Does he know the challenges that I'm facing, the heartache that I carry? And the answer is yes. I am the good shepherd and I know my sheep. And then I was reminded that um, if I look around, I can see the evidence of his love and care. And a couple podcasts uh, episodes ago, I talked about Psalm 23. And um, as I was sitting there in church, the Lord reminded me again of Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. Therefore, I lack nothing or I shall not want. And so I had to do some 
confessing to the Lord. And thankfully, I had a sister in Christ who came up to me at the end of church and just said, hey, how are you? And we're good enough friends that I could just be honest. And I just said, I'm really struggling right now. And she took time to sit and pray with me and um, help me remember these truths. And so um, as I was thinking about it again, the Lord is the good shepherd. He doesn't lead his sheep into empty pastures or places that don't have water or nourishment. And even the Israelites, when they were wandering in the desert, he provided for them. And so we have to claim in faith the fact that he gives us daily supply of everything that we need. His mercy is new every morning. His grace is always available if we just ask for it. And he is our source of power and provision. It's not in the change of circumstance or situation, but it's from taking him at his word and then living accordingly. And so the next morning I woke up and I just claimed it. I claimed that he had provided enough. And I said, okay, Lord, this is the house that you've given me. This is the space I have to, to keep tidy and help me just give some tender love and care to the place and try to create beauty. And so I picked a few places to work on and focus, um, cleaning up and just doing a few um, of the projects, the main ones that were just so visible, you know, and went off um, to work. And I just had joy in my heart and um, the Joy and gratitude had replaced that grumbling spirit and discontentedness. And I just hope that somehow that can encourage you too. Um, and we just really have to be careful. Um, discontent can really creep in so quickly. And so taking time to write down things that you're thankful for or just look around and be like, I see God here and I see God here. And um, that really has helped me a lot in the past few days, just trying to open my eyes again and um, and to look at Jesus most of all, and when you look at his hands and his feet and the wound in his side, you know he loves you. You can't doubt that he loves you. 
And that in itself just satisfies all the deepest longings of our heart. So um, I want to close with a couple of little devotional things um, that I have read um, that kind of ties in with all of this. I don't know if you ever just feel so overwhelmed by your burdens, but I know that I do. And one morning when I was feeling especially um, overwhelmed, April 13th, I was reading my utmost for his highest. And this is what I opened to read. What to do when your burden is overwhelming. And I just shook my head um, and said, Okay, God, thank you. You hear me. It says, Cast your burden on the Lord. Psalm 55, 22. We must recognize the difference between burdens that are right for us to bear and burdens that are wrong. We should never bear the burdens of sin or doubt, but there are some burdens placed on us by God which he does not intend to lift off. God wants us to roll them back onto him, to literally cast your burden which he has given you on the Lord. If we set out to serve God and do his work, but get out of touch with him, the sense of responsibility we feel will be overwhelming and defeating. But if we will only roll back on God the burdens he has placed on us, he will take away that immense feeling of responsibility, replacing it with an awareness and understanding of himself and his presence. Many servants set out to serve God with great courage and with the right motives, but with no intimate fellowship with Jesus Christ, they are soon defeated. They do not know what to do with their burden, and it produces weariness in their lives. Sound familiar? I was like, weariness, yes. Others will see this and say, what a sad end to something that had such a great beginning. Cast your burden on the Lord. You have been bearing it all but you need to deliberately place one end on God's shoulder. The government will be upon his shoulder, Isaiah 9, 6. Commit to God whatever burden he has placed on you. Don't just cast it aside, but put it over onto him and place yourself there with it. You will see that your burden is is then lightened by the sense of companionship. But you should never try to separate yourself from your burden. 
And I just thought that was such a good thing to meditate on. Like for one, at the beginning, he mentions that we shouldn't be burdened by our sin. Um, because that, like sin and doubt, shouldn't ever burden us down because we should confess those things and then just like they go away. He he cast them as far as the east is from the west, he says, and he doesn't hold our sins over us anymore. I think we have a lot harder time forgetting about our shortcomings and sins than God does. If we confess it, it's done. But there's other burdens, like, you know, for me, the burden of mothering six incredible daughters. I don't want to mess it up, you know? It's a burden. But it's a burden I want to bear. But sometimes I'm like, God, how how do I carry this burden in this day and age that we live and navigate all the challenges of social media and TV and, um, you know, just all the sources of input that are coming at our kids and their own questions and their own emotions and needs. And, um, you know, that's one example of many, um, the burden for this podcast and for having, I feel like God's placed on me a burden for my Christian sisters and helping each one of you to live a more genuine, authentic, successful walk with the Lord that is filled with hope and courage. And it's a burden that I have, but I don't want to give it up. But sometimes it is heavy. And so this was such an encouragement just to think that rolling it onto the shoulders of the Lord and having companionship with him and sharing the burdens that we carry with Jesus makes all the difference. So I hope that um, devotional was an encouragement to you. So I just want to close with the promise of hope. And I'm thinking about um, reading through, I had hope to read through this book last week on my Facebook page, um, our Facebook group, and just didn't end up getting around to it. But I feel like maybe it's something that was meant to be saved for a later date, but I would really like to um, share it with you because it's just um, really beautiful. So the promise of hope, hope will 
endure trials, conquer temptations, and enjoy heaven below. It's a quote from Charles Spurgeon. Charles Hayden Spurgeon has always been one of my favorite preachers. In a sermon entitled, The Hope of Future Bliss, he challenged, Have you ever gone to the great Niagara of hope and drunk the spray with ravishing delight? For the very spray of heaven is glory to one's soul. This promise of divine hope truly quenches our thirst in the wilderness of trials and temptations. For thou art my hope, O Lord God, thou art my trust from my youth. Psalm 71 5. Our hope, our trust, our confidence is anchored in the constant activity of God. He graces us with his promises, guards us with his presence, guides us with his principles, and gladdens us with his provisions. Surely this is heaven on earth and the promise of hope eternal. And that is an excerpt from the book called The Nature of Hope by Adrian Rogers and Tom Fox. And it has a foreword by Johnny Erickson Tata. So I'll be posting um, pictures of this in the Facebook group because they have beautiful pictures of nature to go along with each page. Um, and maybe I'll post them on my Instagram as well. Um, but I just thought that was a beautiful um, thought to leave you with um, about hope and why I feel hope is so important for our life. Um, and the source of hope, of course, is the Lord. So we are going to wrap up the podcast here. Um, that is all that I had on my heart to share with you um, today. Um, the month of May is super busy for our family. So um, we're actually this coming weekend, we get to go over to North Carolina and celebrate my grandma um, Howell's 90th birthday. Um, and last summer she was not doing so well and we weren't sure if we were going to get to celebrate her 90th. So I'm tickled to death that we get to go and there'll be lots of uncles and aunts and cousins and, um, all of my brothers are going to be there. I cannot wait to see all of them and just spend time with family. So that is next weekend. And then in May, we have um, the Finding Nemo show that my husband's been um, directing with World Upside Down Art Studios is performing at the Yacht Center in Fountain Inn, um, May 12th and 13th, I believe. So if you're local... Um, reach out and get tickets and come see 
and support this great um, new fine art studio. Um, and then the next weekend is our dance studio's recital. And all six girls will be dancing a number of dances in that. Um, and then I don't know how many classes I teach this year, but I think it's probably around 16 routines that I will be on the side of the stage dancing um, and helping all of my classes to perform their dances well. So I'm very excited about that. I love recital day, seeing all of the kids' hard work for the year um, just shine on stage in their beautiful costumes. Um, and the day after that, I'm actually heading up to Charlotte to take my grade two exam for Chiquetti Ballet, which is a special graded ballet um, technique that I am working to educate myself on um, and get certified as a teacher for that, um, which has been a dream since childhood. So I'm really excited about it, but you can pray for me that my um, older bones and muscles will cooperate as I try to learn um, the syllabus for grade two of Chiquetti. Um, but I really do love it. So, um, so yeah, that is May. Uh, so that being said, I'm going to take a break from podcasting for the month of May, but we will be back on June 5th. We will launch season two of Sisters in the Spirit with an interview with my bestest friend, um, Becky Fleming. She lives up in Michigan and we're headed up there for a family wedding. My oldest niece is getting married and um, then we're going to go spend a few days with our dear friends, the Flemings, um, after that. So I'm going to record a podcast with her and we'll share it with you all on June 5th. And that will kick off season two of Sisters in the Spirit. So um, in the meantime, share this podcast with friends that you feel need some encouragement and hope with whatever they're facing. Um, I would just love to get this um, word out to more sisters in Christ and um and then um, if the Lord lays it on your heart to uh, partner with me and become a podcast partner, um, I will have links to both PayPal and Venmo in the show description. So um, just be in prayer with me that God would provide um people that can come alongside and partner with me um, in order to um, help to finance this um, because it does take a lot of time and um, and there are also resources that I could use um, but 
don't have the money for right now. So, um, if you are needing encouragement in the month of May, while I am taking a respite from podcasting, I encourage you to listen to some of my favorite podcasts. Um, so Jenny Allen has the podcast called Made for This, and I just have been so inspired by her um, podcast. And then Rita Springer is also one that I listen to uh, faithfully every Friday. I anticipate it with excitement and um, love to tune in while I'm getting things done around the house. Um, And then another favorite of mine is Sally Clarkson. And I think her podcast is called At Home with Sally. So those are three different um, ones that are my favorites. And I think you'll gain a lot of encouragement um, and inspiration from them as well. So thank you to each one of you for being part of this season one. Um, my new grand adventure of podcasting into the world of podcasting. And I have thoroughly enjoyed it. I love spending time um, chatting with you and encouraging you. And I love all of the responses that I've been getting. Um, It just totally makes my day when I get a message from a friend that just says that's exactly what I needed to hear. Um, And uh, thank you for sharing. So um, if you haven't yet, you could leave a review um, and a rating for the podcast. It will help spread the word and um, let Apple and Spotify know that this is um, good content that people are appreciating. So that would be awesome. And um, let me just pray for you before I go. Lord Jesus, I come into your presence just overwhelmed with gratitude and thankfulness for all the lessons that you've taught me since January when I launched this podcast. And Lord, thank you for my friends and sisters in Christ who have come on this journey with me. Um, Some of them might just be now joining. And um, Lord, I'm just blessed by them um, and blessed to know that there's a connection because of your spirit. Lord, thank you that you fight for us. Thank you that we don't have to battle alone, but that together we can be stronger and that there is courage, that you are our source of everything that we need. And I pray that each one of my sisters that's listening on the other side of this microphone would just feel your presence and fold them. Lord, each of us carries burdens. Each of us carries pain. Some of us 
have yet to open places in our heart and share it with anybody. But you know all the details of us, God. You know your sheep. And you love your sheep. And I pray that each one of my sisters would feel your love covering them, that they would feel hope rising, that they would pray with more fervency and expectation for answers. Lord, we just ask that you would help us to rise up and become the righteous women of God that you desire for us to be, that we wouldn't hide in the shadows anymore, but that we would let our light shine on the hill that others can see the beacon of hope in this dark world. I pray that you would draw people to you, Lord, that they would find all satisfaction, all healing, all peace, all freedom in you. Thank you that you will continue the work that you have started in each one of us and that we can trust that you will always be faithful to your word. Thank you that you delight in us and that we're not alone. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.